Welcome. You are now tuned in to Real Estate Investing Women podcast. Laura and myself, Liz, are a mother-daughter team that has a combination of lifetime experience as Laura has over 33 years of experience in the real estate investing business, but also with a modern vision and approach by myself, Liz, a newer investor of five years. Combined, we created a winning formula. We are dedicated to empowering women as they start the real estate investing journey by offering a supportive community of like-minded women, up-to-date training and strategies, and showing you how to build a real estate investing business of your dreams around your lifestyle. We are going to share with you the real deal as it comes to real estate investing. So listen in, and today we will address a specific topic and answer your burning real estate investing questions. Be sure to email in your questions to be featured at questions at realestateinvestingwomen.com. Let's get started. Hello and uh, welcome. This is uh, Laura Alamiri, and this presentation I'm doing today on the uh, seven must-do for real estate investors. And these are tips and recommendations that I suggest um, that will help you increase your success as a real estate investor. These are things that I found out personally from experience over the years and also working with other real estate investors. Um, the first thing you must absolutely do, and this is the perfect time because it's the beginning of the year, everybody's setting up goals and resolutions, but is to make a plan, okay? And uh, make some plan that's realistic to you. So, it, you know, if you wanna make a million dollars a year in real estate, that's great, but if you have not even know where to start, if you have never learned anything, if you have never done any deals, that might not be something that you strongly believe you can achieve uh, this year. So make a plan, make a plan that's believable to you and stretch it a little bit. So for example, if you want to start closing consistently at least a deal a month in the next three months, and by the end of this year, you wanna have to two deals a month, then that's what your plan should be. Now, the other thing that you wanna do with this plan is reverse engineer it. One of the things I teach with my, uh, any of my coaching is how, you know, there's some, some rule of thumb statistically, if you do certain things, it will have to produce certain results. If it doesn't, then something is broken, some link is broken within the system. So that's the thing. So if you wanna close a deal a month in the next three months, so for example, you have to generate so many leads to get that deal. So, you know, if you use some of my approaches on highly targeted leads, very quali good quality leads, and you use my marketing approach where I, we go four to six points of contact for each lead, lead batch, it might not make much sense to you, I just want to know that there is a system to it, then you're gonna get that deal, you know, uh, that consistency, and you have to do it every month if you're wholesaling. Now, obviously, fix and flip and buy and hold have different strategies. Now, the second thing you wanna do is research the markets. And this is different if you're wholesaling, fix and, fix and flip or buy and hold. So any successful real estate investor doesn't jump into this business without really uh, knowing what they're doing, right? And without knowing which areas they wanna invest. That would be crazy too if you wanna start a rental uh, business and you don't research which areas, 
are the best for rentals right now. So there are a lot of sources online like realtor.org. There's a good one, LoopNet. If you're looking into rentals, they also give you different cap rates for different areas. So do some research and find out which areas are best for rentals right now. Um, same thing with fix and flip or wholesaling. Where areas there are a lot of activities with investors. So that's the second thing you definitely need to find out. Now, the third thing is be honest and transparent. Um, real estate investors have a bad stigma that, you know, let's face it, they don't have the best reputation. So be different, be honest, be yourself, um, and uh, be transparent. You know, you there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with you being a real estate investor. And uh, just by doing full disclosures, you're not gonna get yourself in trouble. You're not gonna put anybody else in trouble. And that's the best practice. Now, the fourth thing that I suggest is don't try to reinvent a wheel. If you're new to the business, you've never done a business before, or if you're looking to take the business in a different direction, follow somebody that you know has done it, okay? So follow somebody and, uh, and then try to copy or mimic or mirror what they're doing. And so that's the most important thing. It's like, so you don't burn your bridges. So you don't do things that, you know, are gonna jeopardize your business instead of helping you. So, so find someone you like and follow them. And how do you find these people? Well, um, do your research, you know, go to real estate meetings and, or maybe you know people in your area that are very successful in what you wanna do and you wanna see, try to find out as much as you can from them. Um, you know, a word of cautions with mentors. There's a lot of mentors, so there are a lot of people out there online nowadays that wanna teach about real estate investing. And again, you know, don't let that fool you into if they, you know, make sure they're the real deal. Make sure that they have the experience, they have been around the block, they have gone through ups and downs in the economy and recessions, that they're not a fly-by-night real estate mentors. There are some of them that are very glamorous uh, they, uh, you, you know, they charge a lot of money to work with them, but still they're not going to give you what you need. So be careful with that, um, th that type of, it's a big business out there about real estate mentors trying to sell their services, but then leaving you out in the dark. Um, the, the fifth thing is develop your own style and niche. So once you follow somebody and now you know what they're doing, and now you, you kind of you know get to the hang of things, then there are some things within the business that will probably interest you more than others. So for example, when I started with real estate, I started actually with buy and hold, and I was doing a lot of uh, taking over lease options, sandwich lease options, and master leases. So I had actually started about lease options, and then I decided that I was gonna take it another level and do sandwich leases and master lease and contract for deeds. So I started doing my own spin on things. And then I ran across somebody that he was basically uh, selling the contracts, which is now today called wholesaling. And uh, which by the way, wholesaling is kind of a newer term. It's been around for about 20 years and I started before it became mainstream. Um, but so then I started saying, okay, what is this? How does this work? So I saw how he was doing. I wasn't really agreeing the way he was doing it because he wasn't being transparent and he wasn't being um, very honest about things sometimes. Uh, so I decided to take what I learned from him and put my own spin, my own way of doing it, 
and making sure that my contracts were written legally. I actually even talked to the real estate commission because being licensed, you need to make sure I do things up to par. And uh, so then I developed my own way of finding the properties and I found that some ways to find properties were better than others. So I really went heavily certain things and I started selling the contract, but I was doing it in my own way, which is different than anybody else. So like I said, I was a little bit of a pioneer as far as wholesaling is concerned. So I did things before it became mainstream in this business. But again, I put my own spin and my own style. And then you carve your own niche in the market and you're never gonna have to worry about competition. That's the bottom line. Uh, the number six, okay, stay in the business. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, there is a lot of, uh, uh, I, and I'm all about integrating technology and tools and automations and all that type of things. That's great. However, I think that in some way we're losing track of uh, what makes you different in the business. You know, when people say to me, there is so much competition out there. My thing is there is only one like you. There's only one you. So how you differentiate yourself is by leaving your own in the business, by being the brand, by being the face of the business, by being the person that at the end of the day is the face of the business. He's gonna take responsibility for signing off at the closing, for communicating with the seller, for coming in when there is a situation that needs to be resolved. Because the sellers and the buyers, they're gonna to like to deal with a person that they like and trust and it's you. So eventually you can duplicate yourself. You know, you can have an acquisition manager. You're gonna run across people in this business that um, you are gonna be comfortable with, but don't, you know, rush into that, okay? You can duplicate yourself, but do it slowly and do it in a way that really represents you and your brand. Because this is, people forget that this is a people's business. This is definitely people's business and your personality has to come through. Last and uh, but not least, stay educated. Um, the business is always gonna change. Real estate is changing. That's one of the things I like about real estate is a very dynamic business. You're never gonna get bored. Not two deals are the same. Not two days are the same in this business. However, things change. People perception, how society look at real estate, how sellers react, how buyers react, what the economy is doing, which strategies work better at any given time, what should you do within the strategy? So the thing is to really stay ahead of uh, the business, the competition, and really never worry about what things are happening because you know the economy turns. Honestly, in real estate, if you know what you're doing, you're gonna even make more money on a downturn of the economy. Like the last time, you know, everybody that knew anything went into short sales. So stay ahead of what is going on so that you can position yourself to take advantage and leverage uh, the business in your favor. So stay educated, go to meetings, read, um, really pay attention out there of what is going on. You know, set up Google alerts, that's what I do, where I get articles that come in about real estate every day and I glance through, sometimes I just glance through the headlines and if something interests me, then I read through it. Um, then go to the meetings, you know, hear everybody uh, perceptions of the business, what's going on, you know, every area is different as well. If you live in the East Coast, West Coast or Midwest, that different markets going on. So stay educated so that you can 
be ahead of what is going on in the industry. So these are my seven uh, tips, recommendations of must-do for real estate investors. So this has helped you hopefully to reframe the way you think about real estate, to really set up goals that are gonna work for you. And most importantly, these are really the things that I think are gonna make a difference if you abide by them to be successful as a real estate investor. So thank you, happy new year, and uh, have a great successful year in real estate.